Welcome, welcome. Good morning, everyone, to another edition of Child Talk University. I'm your host for today's story, Pam Pastor. And as always, we'll start with a recap of last week's featured story and then pick back up from there. You know, last week we learned about Jacob leaving home. He had a dream where he saw some stairs in front of him reaching to heaven and angels were going up and down them. Now God stood at the top of the stairs and told Jacob about the country he was going to give him and his children. And God said he would be with Jacob and take care of him wherever he went and would bring him safely home again. So Jacob met a girl also named Rachel at the well. And do you recall Jacob's uncle Laban said he needed to marry Rachel's older sister Leah first before he could marry Rachel? Now back in those ancient days, families' bloodlines were pure and undefiled, but nowadays this marriage custom would not be allowed. Jacob decided he was going to return home to his father when he heard his uncle Laban's sons talking angrily about him. So now I want you to pay attention as we prepare to read this story to five questions. Question number one, why did Jacob keep it a secret when he left Laban? Question number two, what did God tell Laban in a dream? Question number three, how long did it take Laban to catch up? Question number four, why was Jacob afraid of Esau? And finally, what did Jacob send to Esau as a present? And you'll recall that Esau was Jacob's brother. So if you followed along with our story, from last time, you should be able to follow along now as we pick back up with Jacob's return. Jacob got ready to return home to Canaan to see his father and mother again after being away so many years. He put his wives and children on camels, took everything that belonged to him, and started back toward the land of Canaan, driving his sheep and goats ahead of him. Laban was away when Jacob left, for Jacob had kept it all a secret. But three days after Jacob was gone, someone told Laban about it. Laban quickly took off after him. He was angry, for he didn't want Jacob to go. But that night in a dream, God spoke to Laban and told him not to harm Jacob or even speak roughly to him. It took seven days for Laban to catch up with Jacob, for Jacob had gone a long way across a river and through a wide, lonely country to a mountain called Gilead. There Laban finally found him. He asked Jacob why he had gone away secretly taking his daughters Rachel and Leah and their children without letting him know, for he wanted to kiss them all goodbye before they left. Jacob said he had kept it a secret because he was afraid Laban wouldn't let Rachel and Leah go. 
Then Jacob got angry. He reminded Laban of the 20 years he had worked for him, taking care of his sheep and goats, day and night, winter and summer, in the heat and the cold. And now he said Laban would have sent him away without paying him a penny for all the work he had done. Laban replied, Your wives are my daughters, and your children are my grandchildren. I would never harm them. Let's be friends and promise that we will never hurt each other. Jacob agreed, and they made a huge pile of stones as a monument to remind them of their promise. If they were ever angry and came to harm each other, they would see that heap of stones and, remembering their promise, would go back home again. Jacob then built an altar and offered up a sacrifice. Afterwards, he and Laban and the men who were with him ate together and camped together that night. Early the next morning, Laban kissed Rachel and Leah and their children goodbye and blessed them. He went back home and never saw them again. As Jacob and his family traveled on toward Canaan, some angels met them. Perhaps God sent them to help Jacob, for soon he would be coming to where his brother Esau lived. Esau might try to kill Jacob for stealing his birthright so long before. Jacob sent messengers to tell Esau about all that had happened during the 20 years he had been away. He was afraid, though it had been 20 years since he had lied to his father and stolen Esau's blessing. Jacob still remembered his sin and was afraid of what Esau might do to him in revenge. Jacob's messengers returned with the fearful news that Esau was coming to meet him with 400 men. Jacob's heart sank. He divided all his flocks, herds, camels, and men into two groups. If Esau attacked one group, the other group might be able to escape. Jacob prayed and asked God to save him from Esau, for he was afraid Esau would kill him and his wives and his children. He thanked the Lord for being so very kind to him before. He admitted he did not deserve the good things God had given him. When he had left Canaan 20 years before, he had owned only the staff he carried in his hand. But now, coming back, he had all these men with him, plus flocks and herds and camels. He had been very poor before, but God had made him very rich. He thanked God for this. The next morning, he sent some of his cattle as a present to Esau, 220 goats, 220 sheep, 30 camels with their colts, 40 cows, 10 bulls, 20 donkeys, and 10 donkey colts. He didn't send them all together, but put them into different flocks and sent the flocks one at a time. His idea was that when Esau met the first flock, he would ask the man who was driving it, Whose cattle are these and where are you going? The man would say, They're Jacob's. He sent them to you as a present. The man driving the next flock would tell him the same thing, and this would continue until all the flocks had been given to Esau. Jacob hoped these gifts given one at a time would make Esau so happy that he wouldn't hurt Jacob or his family or steal his flocks and herds. 
Well, now, if you followed along with our story, then you most likely have answers to our five questions. But just in case you missed one, let's review the answers. Question number one, why did Jacob keep it a secret when he left Laban? Well, Jacob said he had kept it a secret because he was afraid Laban wouldn't let Rachel and Leah go. Question number two, what did God tell Laban in a dream? God spoke to Laban in a dream and told him not to harm Jacob or even speak roughly to him. And how about question number three? How long did it take Laban to catch up? It took seven days for Laban to catch up with Jacob, for Jacob had gone a long way. Remember, he crossed a river that was that was really wide, and he went into a lonely country, and then he went to a mountain called Gilead. Question number four, why was Jacob afraid of Esau? Jacob feared that Esau might try to kill Jacob because remember, Jacob had stolen his birthright so long before. And finally, our last question, question number five, what did Jacob send Esau as a present? He sent ahead flocks, 220 goats, 220 sheep, 30 camels with their colts, 40 cows, 10 bulls, 20 donkeys, and 10 colts, donkey colts. So my hope is that you've enjoyed today's story and teaching and that you'll join me next Wednesday for another edition of Child Talk University, where we'll go deeper into Jacob's life and uncover the story entitled, Is Esau Still Angry? Well, now we're going to change our focus and I want you to have a conversation with either one of your friends or perhaps a brother or sister or even one of your parents. This discussion centers around the topics of wows and pows. Now, a wow, if you remember, is where you're going to share something God did in your life this past week that you're grateful for. And a pow is something that perhaps you were disappointed about, but you managed to see the bright side in it. Let me give you an example. My wow for this past week was being able to share this story with you from Child Talk University. My pal this week was deciding on only one story to share with you all. There are so many amazing Bible stories that I want to convey, but due to our limited time, I had to just pick one. So now that you know how this works, I encourage you to look for wows and pows this week in your life too. You can always feel free to write to me and share what your wows and pows are. I would love to hear from you. And if it's something that other listeners would benefit from, I'll make sure to share it on a future episode. Now, Jesus wants you to know that you are God's children. And one day when you're really, really, really old, God wants you to come and live with him. Here's a fun fact. Jesus is building a mansion in heaven with your name on it. Now, if if you haven't heard this before, Um, maybe you've listened to the wrong friends and you haven't been spiritually reborn or you've allowed what you've watched on TV to be your guide, no matter what it may have been, if you tell God that you're sorry and you really mean it, God will accept your apology and he will forgive you. 
Next, what we're going to do is simply ask God to come live within your heart. This way, he's always with you in the person of the Holy Spirit. And so you're asking that his son Jesus, you're telling God that you believe his son Jesus died on the cross, removing all of your sins, past, present, and future. It's things that you've done that you don't even know was a sin and things that you did know that maybe you should not have done. So this is being born again spiritually. It's what you're doing is you're confessing to God that you need a savior in your life who's his son, Jesus, and you're professing that you understand what Jesus did upon that cross for you and you're being spiritually reborn. Now, you may need an adult to help you with this concept, and that is perfectly okay. Just know what you've done by asking Jesus to be with you in your heart is something you'll never be sorry for. This is acting in wisdom. Congratulations. And when you have an opportunity to read, pick up some of the Bible stories that Jesus shares. You'll never have a dull moment again. Now, Jesus loves you, and so do I. God bless you. Now we're going to close in prayer. This is known as a benediction that's been given to us from Moses' brother, Priest Aaron. You can find it in the book of Numbers, chapter 6, verses 24 through 26. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show his favor and give you his peace. Amen. And friends, the Grace and Peace of God Love Wins podcast will be available every day during the week. A special Child Talk University podcast airs on Wednesdays. So tune in and learn about many of the stories found throughout the pages of the Bible. We'll be discussing and sharing Jesus' unlimited power in our present day lives. I invite you and your friends to come alongside me as we embark on a podcast of adventure and exploration of all things Jesus together. And if you like this podcast, make sure and like and subscribe so you'll get the latest episodes when they become available. By accepting Jesus as your Savior, you've been marked and sealed with the cross of Jesus forever. Until next time, God bless you.